Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Do this together. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. <laughs> well, greetings, everybody. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Will Duxon, with my buddies, Kev Hug and Duggan. What's up, guys? I'll <laughs> the coach Duggan. Dude, that's good. Trademark that. That needs to be your every time intro. Well, a kissy face to welcome yeah. back. <laughs> hey. Hey, guys. All right, gang. Well, it is another week in the off season uh, prior to any major changes happening, but there are still so many rumors floating around. Loading. So many. Dude, we are in the hunt for every single every free agent. Every single free agent is on our radar. So <laughs> every one. Prepare Expect your... us to be in the hunt for them. Absolutely. Um, and there are some deadlines that are kind of coming up around the corner as well. But uh, we are out of the combine. And before we get to anything, uh, we need to wish a happy belated birthday to one of our favorite listeners, one of our. One of our main men. Ah, you you, you, you left us hanging. Senior Snappy. Happy Happy birthday, Senior. Happy Happy, belated. Happy birthday from all of us to you. Ah, yes. Happy birthday, Senior Snappy. And uh, Kyle, you got to go. You you actually got to attend a party. got like a little invite. Yeah. Being that I was actually close enough to drive Within driving distance, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
me and my wife made it happen. We went out and yeah, it was super fun. I was like, well, I know Senora is going to get us some awesome food. There's going to be some fun drinks, great people. So we made a date night out of it. Mom and dad watched the kids and we headed down to the beach. Yeah. And, to the and snappies. The other hard, <laughs> the other not hard part decision about it. He's like, oh, we live in Carlsbad. I looked at the address. They're like three blocks from the ocean. So I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll be there. Oh, yeah. 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 Look at split. <laughs> yeah. But it was Man. awesome. Right when I got there, you guys were on Zoom. We did a toast for his birthday. We did. Yeah. It was, um, it was Yeah, it was awesome. Good and people. And some big news came out of there, too, I believe. Something, something <laughs> was promised. Yeah, yeah. Well, he asked me what I did for a living, and I told him I worked at a church. So then he asked me to officiate his wedding at, at yes! the end of April. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I love so it. The coach will be the officiant for <laughs> Senora and Senora. <laughs> that we is awesome. Well, there you go. Congratulations, Senior Snappy. Happy birthday and happy eventual wedding with yeah. the with a coach overseeing the whole shebang. So. Yeah. That There's going to awesome. be a Caleb yeah. buy at the end of those. Oh, uh, for sure. Yeah, nuts. it's going to be a good fun. It's going to be. I, I can't. I, <laughs> like all the other ones I've done have been for like family members, and one one was for a really close friend. Uh, it's going to be fun with someone that I have like such a bond with Chargers about. Yes, you know yeah. something. Yeah, it, I'm going to find a way to make it make it Charger related. Powder blue sure. Texas, so rad. Yellow bow ties. Oh, should I show up in the <laughs> Dumb and Dumber powder blue? Coat as the tail powder blues. Let's go. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> or or just low key like a a suit that has like the powder blue charger stuff on the inside, you know? Maybe sure. Like or just a, a tie, bit. like a powder blue tie, something like yeah. that. We'll see. We'll see. Or like the Justin Herbert socks as a tie. <laughs> idea. His face all over the tie. That's an as idea. A tie. That's an idea. No, that's we'll a, log it. That that screams elegance. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Congratulations again, Senior Snappy. And yes. uh, some of us have Vegas on the mind right now. What's going on with that? Go ahead, Kev. Tell well, me what it looks doing. like. Kyle, up, my dad, Kyle, and I are meeting in Vegas. I don't know how it all aligned, but we're going to Vegas to watch uh, the uh, basketball um, tournament. Yeah, the Mountain West uh, basketball Mountain tournament. West. So yeah. we usually Very go cool. every single year. My dad played for the University of New Mexico, the Lobos. They're in the Mountain West. We grew up in San Diego, so we're big San Diego State Aztec fans. My wife uh, graduated from San Diego State, so... Um, and, and then we still have family living in Albuquerque. So it's kind of like a big family reunion. It's a yearly years. hangout. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah. L- last year didn't get to do it because of COVID. So it's, we're, we're, we're back. To, yeah, we're we're back. pumped to head out. Coming yeah. in hot and heavy. I like yeah. it. So we're pumped. Yeah. So All we'll right. put our money on the chargers for the Super Bowl. Anyone wants yep. to get in on it? There we'll you let go. you know our Venmo. First roulette table <laughs> I find, I'm putting 20 on a, on 10. 10. We'll see yep. what happens. Hmm. That's no, that's craps. It'll spin, spin the little white ball and we'll <laughs> yeah. get it going. Gets, cross some fingers. Yes. Yeah, let's go. Love it. All right. Well, speaking of Vegas, uh, this <laughs> just came out today. Um, we, and the only reason this kind of really came on our radar, I mean, it's pretty big news to, to say the least, but this, some people have been talking about this player possibly coming to the Chargers as like a, as a good fit. Uh, but Calvin Ridley will lose out on more than $11 million in salary next season after being suspended for betting a total of $1,500 on NFL games. You can't. Out the whole season. What an idiot. You can't do that. No. Ask Pete Rose. Yeah. What a Dude what can't a, get into the Hall of Fame because of this shit. You can't do that. You've yeah. lost $11 million for one parlay bet. That is so crazy. $1,500. Like, 
why are you even making that bet? Like, who who are you? <laughs> what are you trying yeah. to gain? <laughs> it, it, what, what I heard is interesting is, you know how the NFL is partnering up with more of these betting websites? Sure. So the so betting websites are able to keep track of the players and what they're doing. And apparently that's how they found out about it. Oh, really? Yeah. So, wow. Wow. So he's no longer on my uh, free agency pickup list. No, yeah. he's not Being on anybody's radar. that he has to sit out an entire year, I think yeah. we're good. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's crazy, man. They yeah. they are not messing around. Why? It, well, they kind of have to, right? You put a team in Vegas. You're partnering with these like gambling sites. If somebody gets caught gambling, you got to you gotta lay it down and be like, no, nah, right. this can't yeah. happen anymore. Make an like, example. You're done for a whole year. Yeah. yeah. But it's kind of, the NFL is kind of crazy. It's pick and choose. There's no set like, hey, this is the punishment. You can get domestic violence charges, be convicted, and still serve two games. But you put a $1,500 parlay. What Kevin's going to do this weekend, and you lose out on $11 million. I don't know about $1,500, but $150 <laughs> well, maybe. If you go up, if you go up, go we're <laughs> riding. I'm going. going oh, let's in. go. I want to. I'm feeling you know like the this final, is going to be The final a good parlay on that bet is going to be too. What? Chargers winning the Super Bowl. There yeah. you go. I'm going to do like a parlay. Uh, Chargers win the AFC Championship, um, MVP Herbert, for Herbert, MVP, and yeah. and um, Super Bowl win, and it pays out like $100 pays out like you might $3 well. million. You might as Why well not? go all in. Yeah. Whatever. If, all the, if those other two things happen, Herbert has to get the MVP. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's meant to smart be. Smart move. So. Smart bet, Kev. We'll let you smart know how bet. it goes. We'll let yeah. you know how it goes. And uh, yeah, fingers crossed. All right. Uh, well, now looking over at some of the free agency rumors, uh, this came out to the Chargers, quote, aren't going to let Mike Williams go, end quote, uh, according to a person with direct knowledge of the situation. Uh, if both sides don't agree on a long-term extension, the Chargers are prepared to franchise tag the wide receiver. I so, kind of I kind of have some hope. I kind of have some like last-minute Joey Bosa hope because this tag is coming up like when this episode comes out, I feel like it's going to be a last minute. We're working out the last little details yeah, of our deal. As he's pulling up the training camp. Exactly. This isn't like a, because they've already franchised, a whole bunch of guys have already been franchised. It just feels like, I feel like it's going to be an actual contract. I really do. Yeah, but by the time this episode comes out, we are in the past and we don't know what happened, but right. we'll know if he's been franchise tagged or not because the deadline is one o'clock today. Mm-hmm. So I... It, it's good news, though, I think, because everyone went into the combine. We saw these receivers running these 40s. You get all excited. And now it's kind of like, it's okay. Like, we don't have to, you don't have to reach. If Mike Williams is your, is is signed long-term, or even if he's just signed for a year, we don't have to reach for anyone. We can let them fall to us and and get a smart pick, which mm-hmm. it's always, always the hope. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, this also came out a tweet from Jordan Schultz in the same vein. Uh, Sources say the Chargers and star wide receiver Mike Williams are motivated to get a long-term extension done. Chargers love him, but aren't there yet. If nothing gets done, uh, the uh, wide expectation is for Williams to get tagged, which is an $18.5 million tag for the 2022 season. So a lot of baloney. Yeah. NFL came out with the salary cap, uh, the official salary cap, and then all of the franchise tag totals uh, for positions. And right now, if you wanted to franchise tag Mike Williams, that's an $18.5 million tag for one year. It's the Why third would you highest even tender. Put kicker, why would you put kicker punter on the franchise tag list? <laughs> Has a kicker punter ever been franchise tagged? 
Five million dollars for a kicker? That's a lot. That's a lot. It's a good chunk of change, yeah. Yeah. It's magic leg there. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard of that one before. So but eighteen and a half million is a lot when I think we could get him on a long term deal for probably a little bit less than that. No? Well, I mean that's that's the hope. Obviously, they haven't come to a, an agreement yet, and we're very quickly nearing the deadline. So um it and it should hopefully be be out as of the time that this episode comes out. So um you guys will know before we will, <laughs> but uh, whatever happens, we'll be sure to talk about it. Um, yeah, we a, a longer term deal does feel better, but um, I mean, eighteen point five for one year that that is a big chunk of change for well, sure. But I, I, as I've talked about before, it's it. There's the franchise tag. You might overpay a little bit, but you get them on a short one year club friendly deal, right? Mm-hmm. You're not putting yourself four years into debt on this one Correct. guy. It's just Hey, we're going to pay you maybe two, three million more than we would have paid you if we extended it. But if things don't go the way we want, or if we do get someone in the draft that falls to us at an awesome spot after this year, we move on. Or you tag them, try to trade them in the offseason. Because then if you have them tagged, you have the ability to trade them and get something back for it instead of you use a first round pick on a guy and you get nothing and he leaves. Yeah. There you go. So that, that is the potential strategy. So we will see uh, as time goes on. Uh, but another uh, rumor floating around is uh, from Mike Garofalo. Keep an eye on the Chargers in the free agent corner market. They could be in the mix for Gilmore and or Jackson. That's Stefan Gilmore and JC Jackson out and of New England. Or. <laughs> yeah, it could yeah, be what do you mean, double and? whammy. Like both of them? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a lot. The, well, the, the, shit, the, we just heard they, they released uh, Kyle Van Noy, so fuck it, let's make it a three-pack of the <laughs> Patriots. Bring him on yeah, over. Right? Let's go. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, Kyle Van Noy is my boy from high school. We played together right. um, up in Reno. But yeah, that's... I, I just don't buy it. Like, what is... Where do these sources come from that say, expect the Chargers to be in... Like, I know, what right? Do you mean? They say that about every, right now because I think they just say that they assume the teams with the most cap space are going to go after the best players. Sure, sure. So now every good player in every position we're expected to go after. Imagine we're a dartboard and all these riders are closing their eyes and spinning. Yeah, <laughs> just throwing darts. Right. And yeah, it doesn't matter if they hit or not. It's just you know, there's there, it's been funny because you got to be careful. Because on Twitter, there's like new accounts that pop up that have like a hundred followers that oh, are like yeah. breaking news. Like, right, you gotta yeah. make sure you look and see who's actually reporting the shit. Because a lot of it yeah. is just bullshit. Absolutely, so be careful no. out there. I have gentlemen. I have fallen prey to those uh, terrible accounts. Sucker. They get my hopes up, and yeah, and I feel like a jackass afterwards. So <laughs> yeah. don't 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 let that happen to you. I don't want that to happen to anybody else. But um, I mean, it does stand to reason like this is really going to be a, an exciting free agency for the Chargers because of how much money we have. You know, it, it's going to be exciting. Either you're going to get a bunch of big pieces or you're going to get a lot of smaller ones, but they're going to be like, that's all going to be new. It's going to be yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think our defense is going to look totally different in the next, yeah. the next you know, four weeks, five weeks. It's just going right. to be a totally different defense. Watching these other teams not making deals with some of these players, like Kyle Van Noy. Like, Kyle Van Noy's played great for New yeah. England. Like, to to get rid of him, it's just like, holy shit. Like, it's like nobody's safe with some of these other teams because of them cap. being either so far over the cap that they've really got to make some sacrifices. And uh, it's, I think it's going to be a really fun free agency. 
And when you have the money, you prey on these these uh, well, just giving these problems for other teams. Right. Yeah, and and remember last year during COVID, everyone's a lot of guys signed one year deals because right. no one That's the true. cap yeah. the cap went down. Everyone's like, hey, I just need to get a deal. I'm a free agent. I'll 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 do a one year prove it deal. Mm-hmm. And those guys right now are all coming up on hey either. They underperformed maybe and went under the radar and we could we could like snag them for a cheap deal now. So it's a good year to have um cap for sure. To have some money, yeah. Well, and, yeah. and other guys that are just straight up cut, like Kyle Rudolph from the Giants, tight end, just right, yeah, just released. Yeah, gotta, you as know, soon as I older, saw that, yeah. as soon as I saw that, I text you guys. I'm like, this feels like that a feels like move. a charger move, right? <laughs> it it does. feels like the Chargers are going after Rudolph. I don't know why. I don't know what it is about the situation. <laughs> it just, it feels, just right. feels like uh yeah, it feels like a, a cook all over again. You know that that kind of veteran, that solid. I guess you depend on maybe Jared Cook dropped a couple of balls, but didn't watch a lot of Vikings games. I don't know a lot about Rudolph, but yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's I don't know something about it. I saw the post was like this feels so. If my charger spite charger spidey senses were right, Rudolph might be a charger coming okay. in a couple months. All right. So yeah, lots of things to be excited about for the free agency. Um, but we've also had the combine this weekend. Uh, got to see a lot of guys running way faster than we ever thought they could humanly possibly these kids do. are fast the fastest kids alive like when I mean, did this happen the um, you see these mountains that are flying down <laughs> at like yeah 40 yard dash in like a what like a 4.4 4 or 4.5 something like that like jesus like i make how? i make jokes that like i'll run through a brick wall for staley like these people could actually run through brick they, walls they could do it yeah, yeah. like that literally should, oh, that should be a combine sport you got to run through a brick, a brick wall, wall. <laughs> you got a kool-aid only man the, only the best survive to play in the <laughs> NFL. <laughs> um, yeah, boy. There, there. I mean, that that seems to be the big uh, event is that forty that forty yard dash. Like that. That is what everybody is talking about. Is those times that come out. I mean, when you see guys like Jordan Davis run faster than Baker Mayfield did at his combine, like all I picture is him getting run pounds. down and <laughs> yeah. tackled. Hard. Yeah, three hundred forty pounds, six foot six. I mean, the guy is just a beast, and he is yeah. running faster. I, how does that even happen? That doesn't I don't seem know. possible. It's hard yeah. for me. I know a lot of people feel strongly on this, and the argument is like he's only a two down guy. But if he's available at seventeen, I don't know how you don't draft Jordan Davis. I just don't understand how you don't do that. Like, I know it's well, not the flashiest position and I get some of the the arguments. Yeah. The dude is a freak. Yeah. And he's only going to get better. The guy's insane. Yeah. Do you know? It's just like, you you can't, you know, you, you're trying to put him in a box. Like, oh, he's only a two down. Wait, where were we? Where did we have a problem last year? Getting beat in first and second down against the run. Like, that's where we got our asses kicked. Mm-hmm. This guy, I have a strong feeling he could help a lot <laughs> in this area. Yeah. So I would not. That's what's so cool about this draft is like, I don't have just one guy in the first round I'm looking for. I have like a few that are like, if one falls, I'm going to be okay with this. And if he falls, yeah, like that's great too. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a different kind of draft this year. I'm, it's exciting. 100%. Yeah. The, it, I think we're going to learn a lot once we get through free agency where our biggest needs are going to end up being. Because right now, I mean, we have we've had like 15 guys that are basically pretty much not guaranteed to be on the team next year. Hopefully we get some of those guys back, Uh, but there are going to be some holes. And so we're going to 
know after free agency, like, okay, what is our biggest position of need? Like last year, we all were like, okay, we got to fix that old line. We got to, yeah, we got to protect tackle, our boy. 100%. Left tackle, Get please it. and thank you. Like, there's no reason to think of any other position. Right. And blessedly, Rashawn Slater fell to us in in that number. So this year, it's really going to be like, man, what could we do? Like, there, you really could. I mean, if you got a wide receiver, you'd be like, yeah, it's not. I get it. Maybe not the biggest position to me, but I get it. Or you go corner, or you go safety, or you go O line, or you go uh, defensive line. It's just like, yeah, uh, they could all make sense. That Traylon Burks kid was like pretty impressive. Like he didn't run the fastest, but they kept showing his highlights of just making plays in open field. And we Mm -hmm. haven't had a lot of that. Like the Mm -hmm. kid just is good at football. And I think that's what's the problem with the combine, too, is you don't always get that. When you're getting all the measurables, mm-hmm. that uh, there's just some interesting guys out there that could absolutely step in and have a day one impact on this team. Yeah, and I think Traylon Burks to the Chargers is going to be a. I think that that whole thought is gone if Mike Williams stays because he's got that similar big body, deep field, like go up and get balls type. Mm-hmm. Um, but we saw a lot. Like everyone is salivating. I feel like maybe it's just me, but Chris Olave out of Ohio State, yeah, being a Mission too. Hills guy, San Diego kid. He ran a four three six unofficial. They bu- they ended up bumping it up. No, he ran a four two nine unofficial, and they mm. bumped it up to a four three nine. And again, I do believe the combine is the underwear Olympics, and I don't <laughs> love it because you somebody that has never watched college football and doesn't pay attention to these guys, they just watch the combine and then they mm. decide who they want for their team. I think that is a big big failure. Don't don't do that. Don't be that guy. Like if there's someone that you really like, now go back and see what they did. Mm-hmm. Watch a whole game, see how they performed, what the how they interacted with their teammates, all that kind of stuff. Um, because that's not it. Olave was already on kind of a lot of people's boards, and then he he performed to uh, in a way that was above what what anyone thought. Like I kind of saw him as a Keenan Allen type, like as a route running smart, get in spaces, m- make catches, um, but. He's a Keenan Allen was a four four five six forty. This guy ran two. two two tenths. Yeah, two tenths fat like two twenty five hundred faster. So mm-hmm. the guys is the guys get the guy can catch and run for and, sure. And he, if you, I think it was Herbie's mama on Twitter found him talking shit to Raiders fans on Twitter like five oh, yeah. six Back years in high ago. school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yes. love that so much. Yeah, and the, just the non like analyzing players. I want you on this team Absolutely. for that. Only, yeah. So that's sure. awesome. I was, I put a smile on my face for sure. <laughs> I, yeah. If uh, it, that'll be really awkward if uh, if they the draft him. Raiders try to go for him, <laughs> you better go scrub um, that Twitter. Ew. But uh, yeah, it, it's really, it really is exciting. So we will find out as uh, as time goes on what what happens with free agency, and we'll get a better idea for the draft. But it is exciting. It feels more exciting than it has been in the past, just because of like. All so the different options. positions, the, the options. That's what it yeah. is. It's like there's so many options that you could possibly like, and you would understand every possible pick. You'd be like, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, and Trevor Penning, we didn't talk about him at all. I fucking love that guy so I much. Think, well, he also in the draft, I feel like he solidified himself even higher because like, he's an FCS guy out of northern Northern Iowa, so he's not like a big time school. So you don't really know can he compete at that level? What's going to happen? And when he faces real competition. The senior bowl, he he stood out still. And then again at the combine, all of his numbers are comp to all the big team, big, big school players. So yeah, I think he 
is and yeah, I think he's a top 20 guy now. I think mm-hmm. he's gonna be so I think if the Chargers, if he falls at 17, there's not a top corner, not a top edge rusher. I could definitely see us solidifying that right tackle with a Trevor Pinning. And I would be hyped. I'd I be would pumped. love man, his just mean, nasty tenacity as a football player. Just go, you don't really it's watch O line. You don't you don't watch O line highlights, right? Mm-hmm. I tossed it on before this just to see. I just kind of wanted to watch. Mm-hmm. All of his highlights, he's just being mean. Like it's just, it's just like after the play's done, he's already washed him past the quarterback. Quarterback stepped up the run. He just like leg whips the guy down to the ground, like shoves his head into <laughs> right. him. That's like all of his highlights. It's awesome. You might get a couple penalties from him, but he's a mean SOB. Oh, that's but, for sure. Yeah, dude. Like that guy with our current offensive line, you know, like with a Matt Filer on the left and him on the right. <laughs> those are some mean dudes. Oh, mean yeah. dudes. That's, that's yeah. That's, it, so I, I, it makes me smile thinking that he could be our right tackle. It really does. I just want to always draft offensive linemen in the first round. I'm sorry. I, I don't, I get it. The other ones are flashier and more fun, and the highlights are cooler to watch on draft day. But like, just give me all the offensive linemen. I want the best O line in the league. And then, be smart in the later rounds and get good special teams. I I think we are good enough to win if you give us that. All right. Well, if you want to win, you should head on over to (laughs) chargerchat.com. Check out some of the sweet merch that we've got over there. Every week with you, Adam. (laughs) Awesome t-shirts. We've got hoodies and stickers, all bunch of stuff to check out. And we've got the members section where you can chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers and ask questions and ask Bolt fam. So go check it out. Chargerchat.com. All right. Well, now it's time to go on to the next segment. It is Bolt Insight, and I think we've got a familiar face. Let's see who it is. As soon as that clock starts, your ass is mine. When I met Justin Herbert, man, that dude is big as hell. You know, the goal is to just keep it rolling. Well, come in hype because we have a lot of things to be excited about. All right, guys, we are back with another Bolt Insight, and we have the one and only, the queen of Chargers, dumb, Jen Mills. What is going on, Jen? Hey, Kevin. How are you? I'm good. I'm so glad to catch up with you again. A um, lot of crazy stuff's happened for you in the last couple of months. Um, the, the, you know, Captain Morgan fan of the year, going to the Super Bowl, all of that crazy stuff. We'll get to that. Um, but before we do that, you know, just wanted to get your thoughts on kind of, you know, how the season ended, you know, the, the kind of the heartbreaker at the Raiders and and all of that. Like what, you know, what was that like for you? Oh my goodness. Well, I was lucky enough to be able to attend the game. Oh, you were in person at, at the Raider game? Yes. I wow. did attend it. So that was an incredible experience as everybody saw. Obviously, the game was the game of the season, right? Yeah. And unfortunately, it did not end the way we had hoped. It, but I had a great experience at Allegiant. I really did. The crowd was great. I mean, we were probably hoping for a little bit bigger turnout, but I think, you know, like 30, 35%, I have to say we're Chargers fans. So it was a decent turnout for Allegiant, you know, for our first time there. So that's awesome. And then what was it like seeing Justin Herbert at the end of that game and just what he was doing and how he was driving and the throws he was making? What was that like in person? Oh, it was the seat of your pants, anxiety, you know, driven, and I was right at the rail on level three. So I'm like holding on to the rail and <laughs> like, you know, going like this and like, ah, oh, do I watch all that stuff? Um, every time he would convert a fourth down, I would just jump up. And there were maybe a handful of Chargers fans, maybe like six rows 
above me. So I would turn around, we would air five each other. And it was great. It was just so much fun to watch the, you know, come back and to tie it up in yeah. the fourth quarter. That was a great, great experience. It's funny being removed from it now because it was a loss and it hurt, but like just what he did, like it's just the future and what we have. It's just crazy. Yes, absolutely. And I can't remember, I want to say I did hear Austin mention it once in an interview that their fourth down mindset is how they are on first downs. So going into next season, having that mindset and haven't already experienced it for a whole season of what to expect, I think next season is just going to be phenomenal. I'm super excited for it. I know. I was excited last year. I'm even more excited for what's about to come. Um, So, yeah. So tell us a little bit about your experience. Like, you know, you got, you've met a lot of players now. You, you, you're pretty much in with the organization. It's crazy. So what is it like having that experience as, you know, the fan of the year for the Chargers? I am still so humbled by the experience. I absolutely love this team and organization and our fan base. I could not have gone through it without you guys, whoever went ahead and voted me in. And then obviously the Chargers organization for picking me for this year's fan of the year. I am just thrilled and I will have a lifetime of memories that include 30 amazing fans of other teams. I say 30 because there is one that did not want to participate as much with the rest of us. Can you you guess? Are you going to tell us or maybe the, you can, you can guess Raiders. Yes, sir. L (laughs) seven weenie is what they are. It was, was, I mean, so much happened that it's, I can't even explain, but so much happened. Um, But The rest of us had a great time. We bonded, you know, prior to being announced as winners, a Facebook group was formed for all of us so we could interact with each other before we actually met during Super Bowl week. So by the time Super Bowl week came and the honors was the first event that we all met and got to go to, it was so much fun, honestly. Like, I felt like I've known these people my whole life already, and it was only been a couple months of interaction. Well, it's, that's got to be blowing the roof off with all the super fans at the same place at the same time. Was there any kind of like, you know, friction or rivalry between super fans? Because I know when I see another fan that I as, as pumped up as I am, there's a little there's a little friction. Oh, no, not at all. Okay. Honestly, we all went into the same with the same mindset that this is all about the love of football for our team. It has nothing to do with rivalries whatsoever. So we were all just chit-chatting. You know, I got a picture with the Broncos and Chiefs fan of the year. So we took our division picture because the unnamed did not want to be included in the picture with us. So so I have that picture, which, you know, I will cherish because there were two amazing gentlemen that I absolutely adored and the everybody else i really did make such good friends i will be meeting up with them again when we go to the draft oh fun you get to go to the draft as well well not for the organization okay. not okay. for the charters but since it's in vegas i'm You're gonna, gonna go. go awesome yes 
I'm I'm, yeah. I'm trying to find a way to justify getting out there for that weekend. So maybe we'll <laughs> run into each other on the on the strip. Um, but yeah. So what was the? I, I, I was curious, like the 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 male to female ratio in terms of fans for the respective teams. What was that ratio like? Because I think that's such a cool thing about football is like diehard ladies and guys. So let me see here. Okay, so for the females, it was the Jets, Jaguars, uh, Texans, Ravens, Titans, myself, Bears. Ah, I know I'm missing one. I want to say there were probably a good eight, nine of us that were women. That's awesome. I could be off, but I'm trying to remember a picture because we took like group pictures of just the women and then a picture of the guys and then all of us together. So I, I would say a good nine, nine, ten of us. I'm missing people. That's definitely. All, that's cool. That's awesome. Turnouts. I, I love that. And then what was it like the Super Bowl? What was it like being because you got to go to the Super Bowl, you know, being fan of the year? What was that experience like? So <laughs> I feel bad because you know, so, so far our, our stadium. So it's like, I've already seen it, but to be there for the <laughs> no Super big Bowl, deal. no big deal, right? <laughs> but to walk onto the field through the tunnel, I was like, Oh my gosh, I get to be on the field. That wow. was so amazing. Um, that was really cool to see from a different perspective. Um, un- unless you happen to be a fan who have an end zone, you know, seat the so you can go downstairs to that lounge area, but it was, that was really cool. And then, our seats were on the level five and on the end zone, south end zone. And when we got up there, I was completely shocked because the view was amazing. Yeah. Like we could see from end zone to end zone, unobstructed view. And it was it was great. I loved it. We had a great time. I sat next to the Rams fan of the Rams. There's another one, Amanda. She was great. There you go. And to see her reaction oh, when God, the yeah. Rams came back to win. Yeah. Oh my God. She had me in tears because she was just so happy and just that you could just see it hit her. Yeah. So that was great. Awesome. Well, hopefully next year, sometime soon, that can happen for you as well. So, and yeah, me. And I, I'll be yeah. crying like a baby if that happens. Yes. I am planning on going to Arizona next year, right? Awesome. You got to. You've <laughs> got to. And let's I'm be on. there. Let's, let's be go. in it. Let's be in it. We're in it. <laughs> so, you know, you know, the off season. what are your plans? What do you hope to do? You know, because it's hard right now. There's no Charger football. Like, what are we going to oh. do? And we got we right. still have our really cool community online and Twitter is still as strong as ever. Like people more ads, more likes, people are becoming great friends. Like it's fantastic. You know, what what are you hoping to do during the off season? I am planning possibly I've been asked to do my own podcast. Ooh. So we shall see if that comes together or not. I'll I'll be a guest. If you need a guest, I will come on. No problem. I'll <laughs> yeah. drop what I'm doing. I'll- of you guys, of course. Awesome. And let's see, I have a bunch of little projects, you know, working with. I'm going to try to put together a giveaway with Matt Overton. Cool. And working with Eckler still. I have that. Um, I pinned a post where I said, for every touchdown you do next season, I'll donate $100. And I got probably about 40 other people who are joining in on my pledge, which awesome. I had no idea. So that's 
going to be so much fun to see where that goes for next season. Yeah. And then before we know it, I really think um, training camp will be here and then see the preseason and then season. It's, I think it's going to go by fast. So I'm, I'm staying up optimistic on that part because it is kind of hard without chargers football right now. Yeah, I'm, it's going to come very fast. We're going to have free agents in like 30 days. We're going to have draft picks soon. It's, it's just the, the great thing about the NFL is like it doesn't really stop. It's You're still yeah. going, oh. and everyone gets yeah. to see who they want. Yes, and also I just remember free agency, right? Yep, you, that's coming quick. Who are we going to pick up? We got some money. So see what Tommy, yeah. the ninja Tommy that's T, is going to do. Yes. So, so that's coming up. And I, I'm not sure which fan it is, but they post X amount of days before free agency. Yeah, so. I love it. Whoever's doing <laughs> that, and they're that putting the old jerseys. It's such a cool, yeah. such a cool thing. Yeah. Um, well, Jen, it was an absolute pleasure to have have you on again. Um, can't thank you enough. And you help us with getting player interviews. And I can't tell you how much that means for us. And then, and not just for us, the people that get that watch this podcast and listen to this podcast, they uh-huh. get to hear these players because a lot of them because of you. So thank you so much for everything you do for no us. Problem. I'm. More than happy to help you guys out. You guys are amazing. I love listening to you guys. You're the best. You're the fan of the year for the Chargers, the one and only Jen Mills. Thank you so much again for coming on. Thanks, Kevin. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Jen, you're just the best. <laughs> you're just <laughs> oh, awesome. Just, this, just the, I can't wait for her podcast. I can't uh, either. I'm listening. I remember oh. she was seeing, she was posting possible titles. And so I'm, I'm, anxious to see which one she ended up going with but um yeah wow what what a what a season for her like just oh, all yeah. the different events that she got to go to yeah, and that's incredible and i mean i honestly that's just everything coming back to her she's done so much for the community of the chargers and yeah and bringing people together and events and getting people to donate and everything like that like th- this is all just coming back to you jen because of how much you've done so yeah you Selfless, you deserve every bit charger fan. Yeah, yeah every yeah. bit of good stuff that happened for you you deserve every bit of it and uh and yeah we can't wait to can't wait to check out the podcast can't wait to be on it because i mean stop, come on stop. <laughs> oh, yeah the one thing in that interview that i was very revealing out of all 32 fans of respective teams oh the yeah. one that was the biggest dipshit the was biggest the raider weenie fan. what a yeah what, a, wah, wah. what else do you expect? Uh, she what said she couldn't go dog. into it in too much more detail, but what do you expect? The when fan of the year. In, when you go into the sewers to find a fan of the year, that's what you get. <laughs> that's what you pull out. Uh, coming out. Uh, like don't take dripping. my picture. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Raiders. Yeah, so weird, but uh, glad everybody else was cool. And then, yeah, what a, what a, just what a great year for you, Jen. So congratulations and thank you again for coming on and chatting with yeah. us. We love having you on. Always. Always. All right. Well, now it's time to go on to the next segment. Fan focus. Who who the heck do we, we got? got a good, we here? got a good one this week. He, yeah. Uh, I'm excited. When, Kevin when told you us have, a little bit about it. I'm excited. When you have it. a fan that saw the AF, uh, AFL championship game that the Chargers won. Wow. Our glory. They they saw it with their own eyes. They were there. I think they saw it on TV, but okay. they saw it. It's not a memory. <laughs> they can it's remember. not a black and they, white. It, yeah, it's it like, was where were you when this exactly. happened? Yeah. yeah. So that's happening right now. Okay, let's go. 
All right, guys, we are back with another fan focus, and we are super excited to have Anthony from Brooklyn, New York. What's going on, Anthony? How are you, brother? And to all my Charger fans, we can make it happen one day. Let's do it. We we absolutely will. So I, I got to know, you're in Brooklyn. You're fr- you live there. How did you become a Charger fan? So in the early 60s, um, you, you know, you you watch your baseball, your football. It's not, not many different things, but it was wrestling, pro wrestling, the WWWF, right? It was like more, it wasn't as gamey as it is. It was like you thought it was real. Yeah. I remember this one Saturday morning. This, they announced the guys, and there's this guy. And they announced Ernie Ladd, football player for the San Diego Chargers. That was a sad day. Now, you know, football players, I guess, didn't make a lot of money back then. They had to have side jobs, right? Yeah. The next day, and I'm fortunate that my mom had a color TV. The next day, I put on Channel 4, NBC, which had the AFL games. for Watch the Jets and somebody else in the in the early game. And in the Four o'clock New York game, they had the Chargers and the Chiefs. And I seen that number 19 catch a couple of touchdowns. I seen the lightning bolt. And for me, it's always part of that. And that's it. And that, it just, and when you're loyal as a fan, you stay true. And that's what I, I stood true to that day. And I would, you know, navigate in the AFL days, I could get the Chargers maybe twice a month. Chargers Oakland. Chargers Denver, Oakland, Kansas City. I seen some great games watching it on Channel 4, you know, in NBC. So it always grew. In school, you know, you're a Charger fan. You're a Charger fan. Like, that always came out. But there were Cowboy fans growing up because they were pretty good. Packer fans, Giant fans. I used to follow the Giants back then, too. But the Chargers were, I don't know, as if I I came from there and uh, I never looked back. So I'm always curious, like being a fan from back in the day when Allworth was playing and all that, like, how did you, how did you watch games? There was no Sunday ticket. There was no, it wasn't readily available. There was no Twitter. There was no, like the internet wasn't around. How did you, how did you follow your team? So you would wait for the highlights, right? So Channel 4, NBC was Kirk Gowdy and Aldi uh, Regattas. That was the team that would do a lot of the four o'clock games, four o'clock New York, one o'clock Pacific time, right? And I would just what I would work the TV guide. I would see the TV guide and see when the charges were on. And I would never miss the game on a Sunday. And I always watched and then whether they played and they went and I, the next day the the, the new the local newspaper, I get this little column and you'd read about, you know, Hadel two two touchdowns to Allward, Keith Lincoln or defense did this. And that was it. That was it. And then my friend Ralphie, who was the Cowboy fan, he knew of a newspaper, a weekly, cost 75 cents in the 60s. That was a lot of money, brother. <laughs> it was called the Pro Football Weekly. And the, the guy who wrote on page two, his name was Jerry Maggi. He came from San Diego. Oh, cool. And he was, uh, and his he would he referred to the charges as his little team. So every every week there was always an article on page two from Jerry Maggi, and then there would be a story about the game, the highlights, you know, about the game. And then the um, then there was another column, like a gossip column, the way we hear it, and anywhere to get dirt and information. It was like gold. You can read about your team. You know, it's like being in contact. 
with that. And that's what helped me. Your 75 cents was a lot of money. I used to make that work. And, I love and, it. And just wait for the games that were on TV, you know? That's awesome. So yeah. I, I want to pick your brain because, you know, you've been through all these coaching changes. You've been through all the regimes. You've been through different GMs. You know, looking back, what was the kind of like the the really the pocket or like the the time you thought like, I really like what this team's doing? Well, you know, Steve Gilman was like in the very beginning, right? I really, I missed 63. I would love to have said I watched them win the AFL championship. I remember watching a clip where Lance Allward said he challenged the 63 Green Bay Packers. The Chargers challenged them. Oh, man, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, if you you look at that, the history, there's a thing on Lance Allward, yeah. a little biography, and he says that at the end, they challenged Green Bay, come play us, because they, they had a good defense and they played that wide-open football. They wouldn't, they wouldn't have been ready for that. So that was always something that... Uh, I missed on that. You know, then I do remember, unfortunately, 65 and 66, the two championship games we lost back to back to Buffalo. And that was sort of it for the Sid Gilman team. Then they and then Kansas City and Oakland dominated the division. And the rest came into, you know, I was at Giants Stadium watching the Giants play the 49ers. OJ was on the 49ers. And I never forget the scoreboard. The Chargers fired Tommy Protvo that year on that game. Oh, wow. And they hired Don Coriel. Now, Don Coriel brought in this, this style to us. And, and that was, to me, if, if people really realized the, um, the signals they used to come into the game, the plays, like Landry, they would shuffle them player to player. The Chargers were the first team to use hand signals. Ed Luther would wave his hand certain things and, and give the play to Faust. So the Chargers were always ahead. And, and yes, Dan Faust, M-F-I-C. <laughs> you know, when I go on YouTube, like I watch you guys, I watch the games. Dan Faust was in the Hall of Fame because everybody knew he was the man. Yeah. He was the man. If he had a defense, he would have more. He would have rings. Isn't that kind of crazy? Like, it seems to be the Chargers thing. Like, we have these quarterbacks. We have, we've been the luckiest, you know, franchise by cer certain accounts with quarterbacks. And it's the same thing. These defenses are not helping out these guys that we have. I don't know what it was, but like the ownership, like, it seemed like, look, as I look back, Gene Klein was the worst owner we had. Gene Klein. Because he, he had the offense, but he gave away all the great plays on defense. Louis Kelcher, Fred Dean, and we had that. And he never put the players to make a killer defense. So here, here's, a, here's another sidebar. Chuck Noll was an assistant to Sid Gilman. He leaves the Chargers. He goes to the worst team in football, the Steelers. He brings a, a wide-open offense, but he knows he needs a defense. Joe Gibbs? is a coach for Don Coriel. He goes to Washington. He knows he knows how to make an offense, but he knows to have a great offensive line and a good defense. So they tweaked what they learned over there. Both, both Pittsburgh and Washington weren't afraid to throw the ball. He had a good quarterback in there. And, and they looked, they came from our family. Yeah. 
They came yeah. right on us. That family tree for sure. And Absolutely. like, what do you think now? Like, you know, Brandon Staley didn't have the best year, you know, defensively last year. Our team didn't. And a lot of people are talking about like not the right guys and to work in his system to play his schemes. What do you think? Like, is there hope in your eyes? You've seen a lot of Charger football. Is there hope for where this team can go? So when you're a Charger fan, as long as I am, you look at uh, not, not moments, but uh, and events that occur that maybe you're catching a break. Yeah. Like the Mike, the Mike Riley story. You know the Mike Riley story, right? Yeah, a little bit, yeah, but please tell me he, more. He begs Bobby Bettit. The Chargers this year, that year, have three sixth-round picks. He begs Bobby Bett to use one on this kid that plays in Michigan in 2000. They don't take the kid. Is Tom Brady? Yeah. Oh my God, I didn't know right? that one. And and then as we the Philip Rivers, Eli Manning thing. Me personally, that was a setup. I think the Chargers and Giants definitely wanted make that they made that move like that, because I think the Giants wanted Eli, and the Chargers knew they had to take Eli because if they didn't draft him, they would have been the joke of all the NFL. So they drafted, knowing they were going to make a trade. Because why would the Giants take Rivers at four? They could have took anybody else. Sure. Making a trade. So we did good in that deal. We got Rivers, a great player. But I always felt that there was always that part missing all around. And some decisions, like eight, I think Dean Spanos learned a lot in life. As you get older, you realize you make, you, as you get older, you see the world differently. And Dean realized that firing AJ, not firing AJ Smith and letting um, Marty go, uh -huh. that didn't help us. Not even a little bit. There is, there is that thing that was always missing. So I, I, I say this on Twitter. Tom Telesco did not know what he had when he took the sixth pick. Because had he known, he would never have made Miami go in front of him. Mm -hmm. You know who needed a quarterback. You would have moved up. So when I look at Herbert, I see all that karma coming back. The when wave, I, you know, new wave of karma coming. Well, look at it. He gets, oh, by the way, you're in. It's a, he, he has the Wally Pitt moment. Wally <laughs> Pitt was a great first baseman for the Yankees. Gets hurt. This kid sitting on the bench from the Bronx goes into play and doesn't miss a game for over 2,000 games. Crazy. Luke Gehrig, right? Yeah. He gets hurt the first day or the, the, the surgeon. Yeah. The guy's lung. The next <laughs> That's goes, crazy. And I'm watching that game like with you. you we're watching that game. And I, I, I'm not watching somebody panic. We all saw that, right? Yeah. Even with the tools, even even the, the following week when we lost to Kansas City and then we went to New England, uh, Tampa, we had them on the ropes. Yeah. Take the knee in the end of the first half. That kid fumbled. Yeah. Right? And the rest is history. This year, I think it was a learning curve. He didn't have his players. The mm -hmm. defense wasn't there. The NFL is, is a wide open offense and you've got to have a def decent de defense and you'll be able to win. Absolutely. That's why I was I was actually pulling for the Rams because sometimes you gotta have heat in your own neighborhood to let you go for you can't just sit back and wait now the Rams are the champs and the Chargers know and they have. It's not that they got we have the guy who can win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Correct? 
Oh, hundred percent, sir. hundred percent. We have the guy, just give him the tools. I'm a carpenter by trade. That's what I did my entire life. And this is expression. A carpenter is only as good as his tools. So you give this kid the tools, you, you make him have, you give him short feels, as they say, we can make things happen. I love it. Um, let's get you out of here on this, Anthony. It's been so awesome chatting with you. We got to do this again because you're a wealth of knowledge. Um, the bigot, like your can moment. I, can I give, give you the land story on how that happened? Do it. Let's go. Okay. So in 2006, I was at a training session in Palm Springs. The last day, I rented a car, took my wife and daughters, my, my uh, co-worker from Canada. We drove down from Palm Springs to San Diego. We went to 4020 Murphy, no GPS. We made it there. I went inside and met Georgette, the lady behind the counter we get to be good friends with. Took a couple of pictures with my daughter. My big girl's a big Charger fan. She goes all over. She goes to the training camps. And we took some photos with, with Orwood on the wall, me and Teresa. There's a big, the big Charger emblem on the floor. I took a photo there. I says, can I leave a note for Lance Orwood? And I wrote a note, put it in an envelope. She took it. And that was at the end of the summer. Come February, I'm in New York. I'm working in my uh, uh, building, and I see this uh, phone come in, 702 area code, either 720 or 702. I, it, I never knew, but it's a San Diego area code. Yeah. And he introduces himself. He says, I'm Lance Orwards, PR man. Wow. Lance, appreciate your note. He's your true fan. Lance would like to send you some articles and things. He sends me the autograph football. He sends me all these pictures autographed. And Unreal. that Christmas, I get that jersey in the mail. He sent you, personally sent you that? Yeah. yeah. That comes what? from the I didn't buy that. Like, I'm raising two kids. That- <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, what did what did you say? What is, what is this note? I, I need I need some friend. tips. I don't remember. I, I wrote I wrote a note as a let's see, two thousand. I'm a forty two year old man. I wrote a note as a kid. You remember when you were a little kid writing to want something? Yeah, that's how I see the charges because that's who's still waiting for the Super Bowl. Not the sixty seven year old guy. Not yeah. this guy. The, when they win the Super Bowl, all those years are going to be channeled back to that moment as a kid. The, the charges are on me. You know, in 1994, just to, took my family to New Hampshire for a week. And that Sunday night game was a Monday night football Sunday night. It was a 10-year anniversary. I lost my mother's sister, my aunt. She died young. And that was the 10-year anniversary. Same day, September 4th, 1994. I told my daughter, charge not losing this game to Denver in Elway. And Anthony Miller, we had just, who signed as a free agent with Denver, takes a kickoff, goes back. We're losing like 20-something, three or something like that. Stanley Richardson intercepts a ball before the half, takes it to the house. Next thing you know, we win the, at the end of the game, Elway's throwing a pass, and the ball flies like somebody knocked it out of his hand and went right into Junior's arms. Yeah. That was my end, because that's the year we went to the Super Bowl. I love it. I love that. Yeah. And even on the Super Bowl, I was, you know, I'd be on the talk radio in New York, like saying, no, they can do this. They can do this because you're a fan. The, yeah. the game against Miami. Yeah. I watched that game on my knees 
I, I think I blocked those two field goals. Just my, my will. <laughs> you willed you. it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> to, to go back and then imagine being and I go, imagine like in New York, I'm sure in LA, anywhere, when your team loses in football, it's like they all come down on you. Imagine me walking out. We had that big lead and then losing to Miami. Mm -hmm. I would have been devastating. And then the following week, that game, I don't think it's played today in those conditions. Yeah. The freezer bowl. Yeah. Yeah, The freezer bowl. No deal. No way. They had to like put Vaseline on their arms and it like coagulated. Like no players are going to go out there. Current players are going to do that. So what was invented for that game were the things everybody uses now, construction, the hand warms. Yeah. Company, and that's where Dan Faust threw his touchdown when as soon as he would come off the sideline, the hand was warm, and he'd get his good pass off. After that, he said, he said, uh, what was his name? Kenny Anderson had a tighter ball, had a tighter spiral when he threw. So that's why his passes were a little bit more crisp, and Dan sort of took off on him. Yeah. Plus, they would open the door. They'd open the door, yeah, yeah. yeah Bring all the they, wind in, yeah, crazy. <laughs> it's wild. So, so, so yeah. what we do? We 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 wait. You know, we wait now to for the draft or for the free agency. And there's a lot, Ryan. You could spend the money now. They yeah. can spend the money now because they they this kid. Everybody knows what this kid has. So, listen. Anytime you got fill time. I'm wanna- honestly like I could sit here. You should do your own podcast. Is what I'm what I'm hearing here. We got to help you set that up. But I, we're definitely calling you back, man, because I I want to hear more of these stories and learn more about our history and just chat with you because your energy is infectious. And I'm I feel like a happier, stronger Charger fan now after talking to you, Anthony. Thank you so much, man. I had such a pleasure meeting you and talking to you, and look forward to hearing more from you going forward. Because more Charger, we need more Charger fans like you, just dedicated and diehard. So thank you so much for your time. There's one other thing I do. I don't, when a game is on, I don't predict. I don't predict. If I went to a bar and people, you don't talk. I come, I come from the world when the guy hit a home run, they ran, ran around the bases, and that was it. You don't talk until it's over. You know, I played football a little bit, so you, you want that camaraderie back and forth. Yeah, Pete, so we appreciate you. We got a quarterback. Yeah, we do. It's exciting. Exciting time to be a Charger fan. Yes, yes. And Telesco knows it. Cause let's, go, every, let's go, Tommy T. Get us some players. Yeah. Let's go. If you knew that kid was that good, you can't let Miami pick in front of you. Yeah, it's a good point. They, I didn't think about that. It's a good point. Very good point. So it was him in the other day. Joe Burrow, you know, he's going number one, right? He yeah. went number one. All the other teams didn't want a quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. So five wanted a quarterback. And six wanted a quarterback. And we made five take. The lefty, thank God. Yeah. And this boy, and I always felt it, sixth round, right? Um, number six pick, even though it's the first round, and we lost three chances at Brady in the sixth round. So six is the number there. Let's, I love, I let's love see what it. happens. Well, thank you so much, Anthony. I really appreciate Please. it, man. We'll talk to you soon. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank Bye-bye. you, brother. Bye-bye. Thank you. That has, got, that has got to be... <laughs> The I most entertaining him. fan focus I think we've ever He's had. He's so down. <laughs> good. The whole time me, Kevin, and Adam are just like quoting him as we're, he's talking because and, it's so good. And laughing because it's just such, 
it, it's amazing how much he's able to just immediately just recall and tell a story. Yeah, yeah, those details is unreal. Dude. So we talk like we a lot of these fan focuses. We talk to a lot of younger people. We talk to which new is great fans. by the way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is like that's what we need. Obviously, you, we need yeah, that, yeah. especially with, with the ch- with the Chargers moving. There's a there's a there's a new wave of fans coming mm-hmm. for sure. But it's so. Like you said on the interview, Kev, like it's so encouraging and like exciting to hear people that have been watching the Chargers since 60 years, like being that committed and devoted to something living in New York. Yeah. And being a diehard Charger fan. That's Tony. I I honestly, you're like a top five hero of mine. Life goals. Life goals, dude. I want to be. Tony it's when like I grow Jesus, up. Jesus, my dad, and then Tony. <laughs> yeah. Pretty yeah. much the list. <laughs> Tony, you made the list. You're right yeah. there with Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> God, I love Tony. <laughs> You're rubbing oh, elbows shit. with JC. That's awesome. You guys, yeah. if I, I really want to try and get Tony on here like once a month to just shoot yeah. the shit. I could listen oh, to him. Oh, we just got to so check in if, with him. See how he's if doing. If you love Tony check. as much as us, let us know down in whatever comments or reviews you Please. can. Go follow him on Twitter too. The yeah. Go follow him on Twitter. On the interview if you're not watching yeah. go follow him because he's he's good stuff like what was the um about the herbert and burrow and why didn't he just jump like good yeah good points tommy t lucked out yeah if tommy t knew justin was going to be this good he would have gone and got him yeah yeah he lucked out for sure you yeah. can't tell me you just knew that you were going to take whichever one fell to you clearly mm-hmm. yeah i never i never even thought about it like that but tony wise tony connecting dots and 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 just recalling incidents and and the way guys played and coaches and everything like that like that is just lance all sending him a personal jersey that's amazing that is so freaking cool come on it's like to to, to extend it it's like the the kea and him have something in common where they both took their shot they both shot their shot and they got what they got it they got what they (laughs) want shoot shoot your shot man you (laughs) got a percent of shots you don't take yeah i love it we're dead i thank you tony honestly yeah, bottom of my heart. So that was good. so fun. That was that was very entertaining, Tony. Thank you for coming on. We will definitely have you on again because I, I'm like, what am I doing here? You should, if, like, if one of us can't make it on the show, you should have Tony just we replace have our where we can't for Tony. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent sure. without 100%. hands down. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I mean, we're we're here trying to be entertaining for you guys. Tony was entertaining for us. That was like yeah. <laughs> the, the tables were flipped on that yeah, on that right. bit. So, yeah. Tony, thank you again, Thanks, man. man. Take care of yourself. Um, all right, now it's time to go on to the next segment. Ask Bolt Fam. Let's go. <laughs> time to put your money where your mouth is. Oh, hi, guys. Go jam a thumb up his butthole. That's what you do. <laughs> I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Okay, love you, boy. All right, gang. It's another off-season edition of Ask Bolt Fam. We start this one off with an old favorite of ours, Okie Doggy. Who asked the question? Ruff, ruff. That's right, motherfuckers. I'm back. <laughs> I may not massacre everyone I see like Air Bear, but I will still f*** everyone up. After seeing this season and reviewing everything that happened, there is all one conclusion that I have come up with in my long hiatus. There were too many games in general that were affected by the refs, and the only way to counteract this 
is to solidify the run defense because we don't need another third, fourth, and forever conversion to get more possessions. We also need Air Bear to embrace his role that has been foretold in order to score on every possession we have. You may ask what role that is, players. Well, that role is to become Darth Vader and strike fear into the league and rule it with an iron fist. We may not have fulfilled the prophecy from last year, but now this prophecy looks promising. But now, on to more pressing matters. I must say, before I ask this, that some random guy came up to me saying he was the host for some show and wanted to ask Huggin about who his first crush is this NFL draft. <laughs> but now he fears for his life, so I will ask it for the three of you who will be Huggin's first crush and who will be the pick he doesn't want. While I'm at it, I'll ask my own question. Who impressed you in the Underwear Olympics? And do you think we go receiver in the second round since there seems to be a lot of fast receivers this year? Now I'm expecting good answers from you guys. Otherwise, I'll go to you and rip your dicks off and shove it up your ass. Scared. Okie. Okie. Coming better be good answers. Yeah, better be some fucking good answers. All right, Kevin. Who who are the Chargers not drafting this year? (laughs) (laughs) I crushed Jordan Davis. So, 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 mark him off the list. Don't put money on him. Avita Zane. Um, um. I don't know. You yeah. seem pretty high on Trevor Penning, too. You sent us that. I uh, do like Friday Penning. Yeah, stop 13th. talking about Trevor Penning. Stop talking about it. Right. Cut this I like out. Penning. Cut this out. <laughs> don't get this on the record. He's just a mean man and he likes horror movies. And I, I'm not a mean man, but I like <laughs> horror movies, too. So Penning was good. There you go. <sighs> Kevin's but, got a couple of crushes out there. But the there, speedy wide receivers, like, there's so many good options out there. Those there's guys a lot. are so fing fast. Like, the yeah. entire Georgia team was running like four threes like even yeah. their defensive linemen it was just <laughs> wild i'm kind of as far as like wide receivers go i'm kind of set on a calvin austin yes uh, the receiver out of memphis little guy five seven five well, eight 180 pounds but the guy can scoot like i've seen him catch little x screens where he just turns catches it and goes or the under the little under route where he's two three yards coming across the field and just outruns coverage. So yeah. that's I feel like that's the dynamic that we're missing, and it doesn't cost you a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tyreek Hill was not a first-round pick. You right. know, like yeah. these little guys go on they, they go later in the rounds because everyone fears their size. But I think a third round, a third round, you could get a Calvin Austin and and solidify that spot and still be able to think, address corner, think, edge rush, or tackle in the first two. Do you think he's gonna like I, he's one of those guys that his stock went up? You you look at like sure. what everyone else is yeah. looking at. You know, I I don't think he's a first rounder, but is he going to be there this you know come the seventeenth pick for us in the second round? With, yeah, with how, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I I think he'll be there in the second round if we want him. Want it's for there. me. It's is is his value there? Um, are you willing to take that risk in the second round? And I don't. I think you need a second rounder should still be a starter. You know, like that's the Asante Samuel of last year. Yeah. Right. Um, and I don't think yet when you have Mike Williams that you're paying sixteen million and you're Keenan Allen, who you're paying, I don't even remember what his deal was in the 18, 20 mil, I whatever think this it is. is. 19, yeah. 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 So it's like you don't need a wide receiver in that second round to to like this, this, this type of receiver to go second round. He'd be a third round guy. That's what I think when we go receiver. Um, try to find someone that falls. And because of his size, maybe he does fall. Um, 
But yeah, I think the first two rounds, you you there, there's three positions: corner, edge, and tack and offensive line. That right tackle spot um, that they're gonna address. But I don't know. You just it's just the hardest part about the draft. It's like I could sit here and be so convinced and fucking to uh sucks you know what i mean <laughs> yeah it's so hard like last year i was like i know who i don't want and i know who yeah. i want this well, year is like year, there's a lot of guys that i kind of want now would be happy to no, have, like, yeah. the negativity is not as high yeah this year is going to be more fun to watch the draft for hell me. yeah you know like i don't have like a dead set this guy or bust last year it was like if we don't get one of the top three tackles i'm going to be pissed off now it's like you know who we get i'll be excited i'm excited to watch their highlight film on that night like literally, Absolutely. there's like four positions that if we got drafted in the first round, I'd be fine. Cornerback, yeah. if one of those studs is there. If yeah. uh, defensive, you know, if, if one of our defensive linemen are there, offensive tackle and pinning, like th- those are guys that I would be absolutely happy. Or wide receiver, yeah. you know, yeah. somebody that really is a difference maker. And can it's step the high up, money positions, up. right? That's yeah. who you right. want to draft. Right. That's how you save money in your cap. Yeah, I don't want to go have to go pay a cornerback like a JC Jackson. 20 something million dollars to be on our team. I'd rather get a young stud that's going to come in and need to prove himself that, you know, isn't try like he's not tried yet, but he could be a stud and you get to pay him a fraction of that. Right. Right. I kind of like JC like, Jackson too. I kind of like to have him on this roster as well. That'd be for, pretty sweet. Hey, I'm not saying I'm, <laughs> How dare you. I'm just saying that's the benefit of drafting one of those higher paid positions. Right. Um, as opposed to taking a, a defensive tackle, you know, 100%. in the first round, it's like, that money, you can find a good D-tackle without having to break the bank. Absolutely. All right. Well, there you go, Okie Doggy. Hope those were good enough answers for you, and uh, you can keep your hands in your pockets. Uh, <laughs> Only good answers it, this dude. episode, boys. <laughs> Let's move it on now to the next one. Nosebleeds Noah. Certified Fresh. Who asked the question? Ski guys, I'm going home. <laughs> hey, chat Said you care, you little j- Wait, wrong cow. Anyways, all these rumors are going around right before the tag deadline in free agency. Out of all the rumors, which one is your favorite and least favorite? Okay, fuck you back. Okay, <laughs> fuck you by also hey, works. Love you. No, no, that's fun. It's the yin to yeah. the yang of the buys. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that was, yeah. That was great. Thank you. Um, all right, favorite and least favorite rumors, dude. I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor that we were in. We were like in the talks for Tom Brady. I I, I no joke got an update that we were like a top five team looking to possibly go after Tom Brady right now. No, I swear what? to God, that's a I'll big find no. Yeah. You guys keep talking. Um, <sighs> honestly, like my least favorite rumor is the thought of Ron Gronkowski coming to the Chargers like that really yeah. that and the and the reason being like not that he would be a bad player by any stretch of the imagination but if there is any player that is even relatively close to beating Antonio Gates touchdown record it's Rob Gronkowski and that really just makes me want to throw up in my mouth that that anybody would come close to touching Gates touchdown record so I, and if anything, honestly, I kind of just hope Ron Krankowski is just like, okay, yeah, you know what? I, Tom's not playing. I'm done. See you guys later. So yeah, I, I'm hoping Tom, that ends up Tom, being the case. I've already written him off. I'm already done with Brady. So I, I thought that was all done. But why? 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 
We have yeah. Justin. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, now I can't find it. Maybe it was just a night, a bad nightmare. <laughs> you had a day there. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you got, <laughs> maybe you got horn swoggled like I have on some of those other Twitters. Yeah, that somebody are just got like, me. Yeah, somebody got you finally. Um, There's just so many of them right now, and the weird thing is with the amount, like people can throw rumors and stick them on us because we have so much money, right? Like, so right. there's some could, of these... We could do so many different things and right. no one knows what the Chargers are ever going to do. Right. No. It, we'll know pretty We'll know a lot more tomorrow or when you're listening to this, what happens with Mike Mike Dub, mm-hmm. And that'll affect things. And they're also talking about trying to get, you know, the, the, the one I like the most is the rumor that they're um, working on a contract extension this year for Derwin James. And both, yeah. of, the, both of them are coming to the table. Right. That's the one I'm like, okay, that makes a lot of sense for me. I know it's a little early, a little premature, but... Let's just lock it in so that you know what these contracts yeah. are moving forward, and then you can start planning better, planning accordingly. I think that I think that in my mind, that's like a, a training camp extension. That's like a Joey Bosa show up to camp, yeah, yeah get your be extension. Because yeah. Joey, that Joey was on his last year; he still was under contract when he got his extension. Mm-hmm. I feel like Derwin's going to be a similar type situation where I don't think Derwin's going to hold out like Joey was threatening, but um, I think I think that's when the timeline of when Derwin will get get his extension but that has to happen absolutely 100 um all right well there you go nosebleeds noah we welcome and we touched on a few of those and welcome absolutely glad to have you let's move it on now let's Let's move it on now to jdm 2118 who Who also has some real language for us that's the question (laughs) what's up I'm back. <laughs> a quick question. What free agents do you prefer to bring in, eh? I see that Vaughn might be on his way to the team. Horle home. Caleb, you bye. Stay brown, bolt up. Ball gang or don't bang, bitches. Hey. Horle. Horle. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So Favorite free agents. Favorite free agents and... Vaughn might be on his way to the team. I mean, I don't know. The connection with Staley makes sense. Why that rumor would be I guess that's true. Makes total sense. Vaughn Miller? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we need need another pass. Like, Uchenna hasn't been re-signed. So we only have one real pass rusher. So, and uh, Kyler Fackrell is no longer under contract. He was a one-year guy, right? Right, yeah. So Mm -hmm. we are real thin at that position. And with his connection... Um, with our head coach, it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but today, Vaughn went out and posted stuff on his Twitter. <laughs> He's like drinking on the beach on vacation, posting stuff all over his Twitter and getting all of us fans all riled up. He like <laughs> posted him in his Broncos uniform, and he was like, "Do you think they'd give me my old uh, locker back?" And then he was like, "What do you guys think, forty or 58? Like, so it, in my mind, he wants to go back to the Bronx. He just took a took a. Three months sabbatical to go win a Super Bowl, and now he's coming back. He's like, I'm back with my ring, Holmes. <laughs> John Elway is a sneaky, sneaky mofo. That's weird. That would just be weird to me, but I yeah. don't know. I guess if Aaron Rodgers is going to Denver and he's like, Yeah, Vaughn, come, let's go play. Clearly, Vaughn's chasing those rings. Yeah, <laughs> he's just a ring chaser. He's like a tornado chaser. He's a ring chaser. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, any other free agents uh, that have stood yeah. out to you guys? The one that popped out that I'm, you know, I'm listening to what Coach is saying. He had a big press conference at the Combine, and what he said is, while I'm, while I'm here, we're going to be going after cornerbacks. Corners. Like, it's yeah. essential to him. Like, he made a big emphasis on it. Okay. So I think that J.C. Jackson 
even though expensive, if you did it right, I think that would just bolster the secondary, you know, with Chris sure, Harris, yeah, yeah. you know, the Chris Harris departure and what that can mean for Asante Samuel Jr. and where they could put him. Um, yeah. That's exciting for me, you know, because there's there's a part that I want, like what happened last year, we, we brought in some free agents that really made our offensive line better. These weren't, we right, had one right. rookie and the rest were, were veterans to a Vets. certain extent. Yeah. I want to see a little bit of that methodology happen on defense. So like a bigger free agency signing like that starts to solidify problem areas. And then mm-hmm. you can start really working in that depth, which we never have. So right. that was exciting for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You know what's crazy to think right now? You're talking about the offensive line. Brian Belaga is still under contract right now. It, well, yeah. As yeah, it stands like, right now. What What is going... Like, we have not made a single move in any direction mm-hmm. you see the patriots releasing kyle vanoy like a starter for them last year we're still sitting on brian Belaga played four games in two years guy mm-hmm. yeah like tommy t just stopping so ninja and waiting till the deadline yeah. we're dying <laughs> Stop here. we're dying here killing us uh, yeah, I, I'd have to agree with the the JC Jackson. That I think would be I, honestly, it would be really expensive. But I think the the stat that I saw that really just jumped out at me was the amount of interceptions this guy has. Like it is just insane how much he has in the short amount of time that he's been in the NFL. Like that, I had no idea. Like honestly, I didn't know JC Jackson's name until they were talking about having him not play for the Patriots, and then all of a sudden I see his numbers, just like holy shit. Yeah, like. That that would be crazy. That would just be such a, a difference maker, I think, on on the defense. On I mean, the amount of turnovers that we really feel like we kind of lack sometimes. At, at least it feels that way. I don't know if it's necessarily the case, but the the turnovers on defense, I feel like we could use more of. And if you get the guy that's got arguably probably the makes, most interceptions in the last five years yeah, or so, he makes things happen. He's the tip tip master. Like the, the, the that's really dirty. Um, he but he's the <laughs> He's the tip. He, t- he tips so many passes and deflects so much shit. He's always got his hand on the ball. Right. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Well, any other favorites from you there, Kyle? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of like a, a favorite. There's just a lot of guys right now. Yeah. Like, I don't want a, a big wide receiver free agent unless it's Mike Will. Um, yeah. Akeem Hicks down in the, in the trenches would be an awesome plug and play. Um, but there's no like glaring names right now that I can think of that's like go get that guy. The go Saquon get. talk, please don't do that. Please don't I go think get they're fran- that was another crazy one. Money. But they're franchise. Yeah. I think what I heard last is they're franchise tagging him. So okay, good. Um, we're extending something like that. So we're not but that was well, a he's fun on his, day. He's, he's still on his fifth year. He's on his fifth year of his deal right now. And that's why they, they were they looking weren't to gonna trade, trade him. him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, that's Please don't give up anything to get Saquon Barkley. <laughs> what if he's a ninja? What if he's really good and he's just in playing for the f-ing Giants? That's the question. That that always seems to be the question for some of these guys that don't have great careers with one team and then go to another. You know, just like we saw with Matt Stafford, who like who are played you for Detroit <laughs> forever and then yeah. comes to LA and wins the freaking Super Bowl? So. Yep. You never know with some of these players, but uh, I think there's a lot of good names floating around out there. JDM2118, thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to Senora Snappy, who asked the question. 
This the 94th Academy Awards around the corner. What perfect motion picture role could Justin Herbert win the Golden God statue for? Mm. All right. Well, I think this is a great question. Um, I don't know if you're talking specific Academy Award winners or just movies in general, but I think if I wanted to see Justin Herbert play a role, uh, it would have to be opposite Keanu Reeves in Point Break. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> oh, good answer. I would love to see him uh, fill in Patrick Swayze's shoes and just go skydiving. <laughs> go skydiving and little hand says it's time flow, to rock and roll. The flow, I think, would fit. Yeah. And uh, and I think he would make it happen. I'm not gonna paddle to New Zealand. <laughs> Sorry, my favorite one. I, I would. I mean, they've made like 400 of these movies, but I feel like he could pull off the Paul Walker vibe opposite Vin Diesel in a Fast and Furious movie. I could 100% see that. Family. (laughs) Or or he could could take over Keanu Reeves' role in The Replacements and really kill it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Yeah. football movie, that was a good one. Um, I would have to go with, uh, he'd be a good and as Will in Good Will Hunting. Just that beautiful mind doing equations, leaving them up on the board. Um, just super humble. Just like, how Quiet. about them apples? That kind of bullshit. Right, right, right. Like just, mm, just, I see that. I can see that. Just yeah. like got a little beating. chip on his shoulder, but quiet yeah, about it. You're, out, you're out at the playground and you just f*** people up. Like, and then you go do math <laughs> equations. Like that's the perfect role for Justin Sounds Herbert. Like Justin. That's right. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. got that 4.0 grade average. Yeah. So f*** them up. How about them apples? How about them apples? <laughs> All right. Well, there you go, Senora Snappy. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Blonded Surfer, who asked the question. Be honest, boys. Uh, what would it take uh, you to run a 4.3? Uh, Raiders fans uh, chasing you down with pitchforks in lowriders. Uh, the chance to be adopted by Rivers. Uh, maybe a night out uh, with uh, the herbs. Uh, <laughs> you tell me. Okay, love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> there's how, nothing how, that can, I would die like there's nothing that could get me to move what would you push your body the hardest to, to try and get I think is the question right ownership of the chargers <laughs> ownership of the chargers I would tear all the hammies and quads I would to, easily to blow there. out an Achilles trying to hit like sub five like maybe like five and a half I I, I was not the fastest yeah <laughs> Sub five would be a real Sub goal. five, real, real goal. Maybe a us, Vegas yeah. uh, viral video we put up on our social media, us running the forty, timing it, yeah. timing it. I would dad, love dad, dad stopwatch, <laughs> giving us motivation, training us up a no, little bit. Boys, honestly, what do you think your time would be if you ran a forty right now? Over five, you get a little bit distressed. Oh, you're for sure over five. five. <laughs> you think you could, you could make fives? Five close to seven, somewhere in the five to seven. <laughs> I think you're closer to six than five. For oh, sure. for sure. I know, I know I got timed in high school and it was it wasn't good. It wasn't good. I went to football. Coach Amamoto was not generous with those no. stopwatches, though. He let you pass know. and look at you before he clicked. He was thing, so I'm judgy. Sure. He'd look at you and just kind of like <laughs> look you down, down like you're slow as shit. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. And he didn't coach. Yeah, he was he was he, he for whatever reason he had a grudge against you. So I think he carried over a little bit to he me. He didn't like me because I took off one summer to go uh intern for like my uncle who's a filmmaker and i came back and he he basically tried to run me off the team he's like you have to run 12 miles today 
to be able to go. So I he watched me run for five hours around the track, six hours Jesus. around the track. It was, it was, uh, I had died. And then we had like two days, like a couple days later and my feet were dead. Yeah, it was, a, it was an experience. Child abuse. Well, Yikes. Because Yikes. of that, I got slower times. I'm sure of it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I just know it. You yeah, were yeah, those Duggan boys. Guilty man. by association. Yeah. Guilty of a good yeah. time. Am I right, Kyle? <laughs> hey. Yeah. Um, some kind of fear of death would make me uh, have to try <laughs> that quickly. Yeah, like yeah. Jordan Davis, Jordan Davis running have to after be you. Behind me. <laughs> like Dude, that man, when they showed the forty of him running, like running at you with the forty, that is a terrifying image. Yeah, that, that's, that's just what that's a moving wall. That's a wall yeah, that's coming yeah, towards yeah. you, and it's going to squish right. you. If he doesn't make move. it to the NFL, if they reboot like Friday the Thirteenth, he'd be a great Jason. Mm, just like scary, a like scary. a fast zombie version the of Jason. Jason you've ever <laughs> yeah. seen. He doesn't walk. He sprints at you. Yeah, there's yeah. no walking. It's sprint yeah. murders. At you. <laughs> just rips your head off your body. Where the heck? Where that come from? Oh man! All right. Well, there you go, blinded surfer. Thank you for asking the question. So moving on now to Daniel Wallen. Danny, who asked the question? All right. Okay, okay, okay. So, like, you three dudes always get questions about who's the toughest, who's the best fighter, etc. But my question is, who's the smartest? <laughs> All right, can later on, dudes. Not me. <laughs> Two point five GPA. Yeah, yeah. Kevin I, went to camp. I'm in the visual arts. So de depending <laughs> on your definition, <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, it depends on like smartest in what category yeah, and what, what manner. Yeah. Yeah. What are we, what are we talking? Are we talking movie trivia? Are we talking? I will uh... smash some faces in movie trivia. <laughs> yeah. I'll lose in movie trivia. Will, yeah. For sure. You up. I will own you. Yeah. Are we, are we talking like sports knowledge? A... Like what, are, what yeah. smartest in, in how? Just let's encompass everything. Generally smartest. Just a general. I, I'd kind of. I'd kind of let's let's close our eyes so we don't have to be mean and point and at then, who you think, okay? So you know where on, you're pointing. Okay, sure. wait, don't don't me, point I'm right just, now. I'm just checking. Nope. I'm just checking wait. which side yeah. I need yeah. to do. Okay, okay, all right. Close your eyes and point in one, two, three. Okay, open your eyes. All right, now only the fans. <laughs> Kevin Duggan. <laughs> I see what you're trying to do there. Can't yeah. vote your little brother. No fucking <laughs> just way. Just because I have a better beard. More athletic, better looking, can't be smarter too. You're braggy as <laughs> shit. I'm tired of hearing it. Fuck off. All right. Uh, well, hope I hope we one, answered Daniel. it for you, Daniel Lawan. Hopefully you were watching to see which well, one we all You be the for. judge. You tell us, Daniel, who do you think is the smartest? Yeah. Yeah. That's a Who's, good that's a good one. Let's put this back on you. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Dan? Well, answer the question with yeah, the question. Answer the question, Dan. Why are you dodging it, Daniel? <laughs> Come on, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Daniel. Thanks, Thank you, you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Steph Locke, who asked the question. What free agent do you hope uh, the team stays away from? Yeah, so mine's kind of a weak answer. Not technically a free agent. And I already mentioned it earlier in the episode. <laughs> so real cop-out answer. But Saquon <laughs> Barkley, I just don't want anything. I don't. I just... I don't know. I don't think he's proven it to for us in a win now. Let's go get it right now type of mentality. I don't think he's sure, worth yeah. the money that he's going to back up if you were or right. giving yeah. up things to get him too. He's not even a free agent. Um, I'm going to go with one of the players that's currently a free agent. I'm going to go with Jared Cook. Not what I was expecting this year. Too many mm -hmm. drops. 
you know, not reliable. Didn't the one play where he just didn't finish his route and Justin threw an absolute dime getting chased to where he could have been open was like that sealed the deal for me. I was like, let's mm. move on. Time to move on. So yeah. Jared Cook would do I'd prefer him not to be a charger this year. Well, I'll say the answer that I said earlier, and that's Rob Gronkowski. Don't want him. You can have him. No, thank you. You don't want to play beer pong, bro? Hang out, bro? No, nah, bro. Let's go to cruise, bro. bro. I'm good, bro. Go cruise, I don't need bro. any. I don't need any Tide Pods, okay? Um, all right, well, there you go. Steph Locke, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Joe Fernandez, who asked the question. Like Zoink Scoob, look, if you had one shot or one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted in one moment, would you capture it or just let it slip if it meant the Chargers winning a Super Bowl in our lifetime? Better never, ever let it go. You only get one shot. That was nice. Did not miss a chance. Yeah, no opportunity coming. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta. Um, I'd do anything for a Super Bowl. What do you want me to do? I would do anything. Yeah. Absolutely anything. I yeah. I don't, Give us a hypothetical for the next episode, and we'll answer it because we'll pretty much do most mostly anything. Yeah. Yeah. If it meant for a Super Bowl, it's because I'm pretty sure Kevin talked about cutting our fingers and stuff in the previous episode. <laughs> Didn't he? Sure. Like, a I mean, we've talked about tattoo, tattoos, right, yeah. tattoos, digits, shaving yeah. beards. It's uh, oh, yeah. the, the whole gamut has has been there. It's what all on I the think, board. What I think is interesting, though, in the way that he and I'm rereading this question now in a not silly voice in my head, uh, <laughs> it mentions in our lifetime. So what if that meant that you couldn't enjoy a Super Bowl until like the last year of your life? That and, might make it sweeter, though. But do you, you, I mean, would it though? Money, bring me up here. The churches are on. (laughs) You have to like just endure a lifetime of like like, Tony uh, talked about. It like takes you, imagine being that old and being taken back to your. You get all those years before you to celebrate with the younger versions of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. All right. right. Good question. Mm -hmm. Just asking. It just (laughs) popped in my head. Thought about it. Yeah. Yeah, Thought about it. I like it. All right, there you go, Joe Fernandez. Thank Thanks, you Joe. for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Ricky, who asked the question. Even though he somewhat backtracked his statement about there being no rookie QB windows, do you believe Telesco's mindset will be detrimental when we start negotiations for Herbert's extension? If the NFL decided to do an expansion of four teams and San Diego was one of them, would you continue to be a fan of the Los Angeles Chargers? What does a motherfucker <laughs> gotta do to get on the motherfucking fan focus portion of your motherfucking podcast? Can't love you, my motherfucker. <laughs> Never had you go back to back voices. That was pretty awesome. Well, he asked three questions and he made three different voice requests. So <laughs> That's awesome. Um. All right. Well, let's uh. Well, let's we start, start with the from easiest. The top or the bottom? Well, let's start from the easiest. Always. How do you get I'm to be a top. fan focus on here, Kev? Oh, just uh. Message me. <laughs> Go to chargerchat.com and hit us up. You can do that, or, or you find me on Twitter, DM Twitter. me on Instagram, DM Charger Chat Podcast, and you know we have a whole bunch lined up. But get in the queue, baby. We'll fit you in. We'll get you on, yeah. baby. Let's we'll get go. you on there, Ricky. Want to hear yeah. about Ricky? You. Three questions. Yeah, Ricky. Three Ricky questions. three. Ricky three. <laughs> um, okay, let's go up to the Homer one. So even though he uh, backtracked on his statement about there being no rookie QB windows. It- do you think Tommy's yeah. mindset will be detrimental? No. no. It doesn't matter. He, Justin Herbert Pay will become him. the highest paid quarterback. Exactly. 
in history once right. his contract's out. Yeah, absolutely. Just, it is what it is with quarterbacks. I don't care what your GM thinks or believes about windows. You have a one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. You pay him whatever he decides whatever that he needs. You're yeah. not going to let him walk. No, no, no. You won't let him walk. So just imagine I, the fan base. Just imagine the yeah. fan base you're building if you let it's, their it's, favorite player walk. It's not going to happen. It's just a matter of guaranteed money and signing bonus. Like that's all you're negotiating because they're going to get the money no right. matter what. Going to get the money. Get the the money. Um. All right. And then this question. If the NFL decided to do an expansion of four teams and San Diego was one of them, would you continue to be a fan of the Los Angeles Chargers? It's my team. Yes. 100%. I think this is more for Kyle than it is for us, Kevin. <laughs> this is really, really hard. I know. I, that's why it's like, I mean, is- I would still be a fan of the Chargers, but I would, pr- I mean, I might follow whoever the San Diego team ended up being yeah. just to, Keep keep tabs on them. Maybe become an eventual fan. I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't stop can, being a Los Angeles Charger fan. Yeah, I don't think I would stop being a Charger fan. But I don't know how you could be a, f- a real fan of two teams. You can't. Like, you. Yeah, you can. cannot. Impossible. Ricky, Ricky, <laughs> broken his brain. That's really really hard. Like. <clears throat> Because I have so like you think about what makes what makes you committed to a team is the history that you have with them, right? And being tied to them and going through things and having your heart broken and then being so having your like all of your dreams come true and then having your heart like that's part of why I'm such a big Charger fan is I've gone through all that stuff, right? But at the same time, also you're a fan because it sometimes it represents the city that you live in or that you're you are committed to in the same way. Mm-hmm. The only thing I will say is you'd be Ricky. sitting next to a lot of grumpy people that would talk shit about the Chargers every game you were at. Just saying. That's true. So I, I want nothing to do with that. Mm. Salties. <laughs> Come on, give us an out, right. Kyle. <laughs> I don't I don't I can't give an answer right now. I don't okay. know. I haven't thought about it. Maybe. Well, you said you would still be a fan of the Chargers. And that's really the ultimate question is would you continue to be a fan of the Los Angeles Chargers? Yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a simple Great yes or no. question, Ricky. You've you, you, broken yeah. his brain. Out of all three questions, Ricky, that one was the toughest. So yes. thank you for asking it. Uh, let's move on now to Senior Snappy, who asked the question. <laughs> My question is, if you address if you address all three of Ricky's questions in one episode, <laughs> can we change his name to the Wooldog Hog? <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, Wooldog Hog. Yeah, sure. All right, Ricky. Rick, Ricky, Ricky Three Fingers. Ricky, <laughs> Ricky, no, Ricky Three, three Fingers questions. is better. <laughs> Ricky Three Fingers is way better. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> hey, it's not often that we get people asking multiple questions. I think Okie Doggy's asked at least two. I mean, he asked two this episode alone, and I know three's he's, definitely the most that we've well, ever gotten on one. Three and three separate voice requests. That's yeah. That's but I like the one. twist because you had to go back to back to back with different voices and show your it is. I like what you did, your Ricky. Talent. Your, 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 <laughs> I don't know. About that. It also shows Ricky's Ricky's like real commitment to our show too, like to our community. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, every time a thought pops up of I wonder what these guys think, he hops on Twitter and lets us know. Get o- and now you go over and you message me. Ricky, you message fingers. me right now, Ricky. Three fingers. I want to hear from you. Let's do there this. You go. Let's, let's set let's it up, talk. Ricky. Let's chat. <laughs> All right, Senior Snappy. Thank you for Happy asking birthday. the question. 
and happy, happy birthday, birthday, sir. Uh, let's move it on now to Unanimous, who asked the question. In the spirit of the offseason, who would you sign from another Chargers podcast to replace Coach? Because, you know, Wooldog and Huggin would never leave each other. Uh, <laughs> coach, who would you sign on to replace these two backstabbing some of bitches that would ditch you at any given moment? And in my never-ending disgust of Telesco, every time y'all say he's a ninja, I think Beverly Hills ninja, not the super-duper cool ones. Kayla, love you, bye. <laughs> Backstabbers. Oh, Jumba bitches. Um, <laughs> some. Some bitches. All right. You guys answer first. I had my answer already. These are easy answers, Tony. Um, because <laughs> Tony's the man. He doesn't have a podcast. But um, if we were to go podcasters, I might go with a uh, Hef Dog. I might go with uh, Hefner. Jake. The Heffen. The Jake the Heffen Heff from Chargers Unleashed. He's a good dude. Um, sure. Sure. Yeah. We, we enjoy a uh, fun banter on Twitter DMs. So. I'd, uh, I'd, I think he'd, he'd fit right in. He likes to talk shit with uh, mm. movie references and stuff, too. So okay, that's right fair. In. Yeah. Um, but Tony, might, Tony, final answer. Mine might be a bit of a cop-out, but I'll say Chris Harey. Nice. Because <laughs> why not? If you want to flex nice. hard yeah. and get more, more listens, I see what you're doing I'm there. all about it. You know it. If, hey, if I, if I got to lose somebody so as important as Kyle... I need yeah. to replace. I don't know who. Yeah, you guys are gonna have to Kyle. replace quite a few views if you kick me off the show. Matt Money, let's get Matt Money in here. <laughs> you can't just answer everyone, Kevin. Pick one. <laughs> There's so many options. Haley Elwood. Greedy. Haley. Yeah, yeah. I still have to answer. Stop picking everyone. All right, one. and I have two. I have to pick. Yeah. yeah. Good luck. Right, so, if you two some some guns some decided to leave me this. out. Just send me out like old yeller. I would, I would contact. <laughs> I would contact Craig because oh, I think yes. me and Craig could have some really good banter. I think and so like too. discussion and have it be like actually like very critical, but respect still. Uh, unlike me and Kevin. And yeah. then I would, I would also have <laughs> if this is like a dream world. Pick any two. I would pick Craig from Texas and Matt Money Smith. Those there would be my go. two. Because Matt Matt Money Smith's voice is just angelic. It's and money. Everyone would come. Yeah. Analyze yeah. that. Am I right? <laughs> or Daniel Jeremiah. We could just keep throwing out all the names. Yeah. That we know. yeah. And Rich Eisen would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Chris Collinsworth on air. No. Crap to him the whole time. <laughs> he just talks shit. End his career. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get Pat McAfee. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, good answer, dude. Joe Rogan. Come on, let's go. Yeah. Joe Rogan. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go, unanimous. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on to JV, who asked the question. With the combine over and free agency <laughs> just around the corner, I have just one question. Cake or pie? <laughs> Angel food. Oh, cake guy! I can't. Cake guy over here. The angel food is fucking next level. I can't. It's not delicious. Angel food cake. Can't um, say it's not. Yeah, angel food. But I love pies. But I'm gonna go angel food. I'm a pie. Yeah, I definitely would way prefer pie over cake. Not a big like. Even on my birthdays, I'm like, mom, just like make something birthday much pie than cake. Yeah, 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 yeah. Birthday, birthday, birthday pie. pie. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I love cake. But something about like if you get like a store bought cake, the frosting, there's something with the frosting. It's just off. It's yeah. just weird. But if yeah. you got a store bought pie, 
I think it's that's a good. lot more. Yeah. yeah, I think that I think you you're can going eat lowest that all day common long. denominator. I'm just I love them both, but Even if I had to pick, store bought pie, angel food is better pie. than pies, and you can put stuff, you can put whatever you want on angel food cake. Listen, Kev, this is America, what has happened. And we can podcast. all have our own Kevin opinions. Sounds like he had angel food cake tonight. <laughs> I did. Mom made it for me when she visited last week. It was so good. She made it again on Sunday night. For yeah, because I was like, here. "Oh my god, this is the best." I ate a whole and it pie was really, in two really days. good. It was really good. But I don't even consider. I consider that more a, a kind of of a pie too. I don't know. Like I'm thinking like birthday cake, and that's just oh, those suck ass. That's what we're talking yeah. about now. Pie for sure. <laughs> no one likes yeah. that. Uh, I would, I'll go pie because I think uh, I think those pies answer. got a lot Good more answer, to offer. Adam. Angel food? Adam, let's team up and kick Kevin off the podcast. There we go. <laughs> the angels. Just kidding. Love you. Love you All right. Well, thank you for asking the question, JV. And we go out to basketball fam as per usual with our old fan, DG. The DS Island. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Jeeves. Just Jeeves. Just Jeeves. No Fuck Ds. How dare you? Oh, you're dead next episode. You're <laughs> dead to him. Who has the Imagine the, 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 the Jeeves running after me. Read. Yeah. You rip running him a 4.3 because Jeeves is running after me. Yeah, he's running, running him off the road, Jeeves. <laughs> get him, All right. Jeeves. Let's get to Jeeves' question. Stop hating me. I don't get it. Why does everybody hate me? I drafted LT. Okay, no, I didn't, but I did draft Rivers. Okay, I got Eli, but you got to admit that trade worked out. It got us Kading and Merriman. Is everyone still crying over the Schottenheimer firing? <laughs> Rest in peace, by the way. Uh, 12 and 4 is not that good, though. <laughs> like, undefeated is, like, way better, right? <laughs> <laughs> Besides, he wanted to make the changes and bring in his son. This was my team. <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. Just saying. It hurts my feelings. He did what he wanted, and he didn't listen to me, and I didn't like it. <laughs> Where's my blankie? <laughs> I'm not arrogant either. I know what you guys say about me. I'm not arrogant. I'm like the most humble guy ever. So humble. <laughs> It's been years, guys. Can you officially say you forgive me, please? Why not? <laughs> it was like so long ago. I just want to be loved. Fine. Say you had the power to hire personnel for the Chargers and you would like went to a psychic and they told you in order to win a Super Bowl, you had to rehire me as the GM. Would you do it knowing I'd pretty much just be riding the coattails of Tom and Herbert? A lot like Weddle this year? Or would you think the psychic is just full of shit and you'd always wonder? Please say yes. Hire me back. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm just gonna go home and use my tears as... Never mind, sorry. Oh yeah, f*** the Raiders. They love you, bye. Don't hate me. I still hate you, AJ Smith. You suck, AJ. You know what's funny is I. You got to admit that was a pretty good AJ Smith. That was right? pretty solid. <laughs> that was a great spot on. Yeah. Solid. Um, I do want to bring something up that I was just kind of fucking around looking at draft stuff. And it, do you remember in the 2010 draft? This was nope. AJ yep. Smith. <laughs> Our first round pick was Ryan Smith. Sorry, Ryan Matthews, running back. Mm -hmm. Some of the names that came after Ryan Matthews. I'm just going to put this out there. We're always hating on uh, our boy Tommy T, but you know, no, no, no hate on Ryan Matthews, but Earl Thomas, Jason Pierre Paul, 
Marquise Pouncey, Sean Weatherspoon, Demarius Thomas, Brian Bulaga, Des Bryant. <laughs> mm. A lot of dudes on this list after Let's Rob go, Fresno Gronkowski. State running back. Let's go. <laughs> Let's baby. go. So West. It's all who? it's all relative. <laughs> I just remember I remember them drafting him and him not even being at the at the draft. Like just like not he's like oh, the wow. first round pick that wasn't there because he's like, maybe I'm not a first rounder. So I don't know. We can always yeah. pick part these these uh GMs because you look at that like wow everyone after him was like a stud yeah but yeah but uh, if uh, if if it I would take anyone back yeah do it give it a shot take your chance (laughs) give it a shot yeah yeah for sure like but does that mean I have to keep him forever or is it like a he'll win the Super Bowl next year (laughs) I don't think I want it back he's so even if it meant the psychic telling you you're gonna win a Super Bowl. They're going to tell you you're going to win a Super Bowl. doesn't mean you're going to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, so you're just going to sit there and think, oh, and we if we never win one, you're like, oh, I, I should have listened to that. I should have listened to that psychic. Yeah. yeah. The guy just sucked. <laughs> yeah. I just, he's just a grumpy old man. Just sucked. All right. Give me the Super Bowl any way we can get it. Yeah. I'll I'll take a Super Again, Bowl. Again, when we win the Super Bowl, I'm not going to think when we win it, oh, I'm so glad for AJ. We're all here because of one man. <laughs> no, I'm not. You know who you are, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, sick. We did it. Fire him. Yeah. Get him out of here. We got it. Super Bowl win. That's Psychic not good enough right. for now you, leave buddy. Us alone. Give yeah. me the Schottenheimer treatment. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, you think 14 and 2 is harsh? You want a Super Bowl later. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. All right, Jeeves, thank you for asking the question and thank you everybody for asking the questions and Ask Bolt fam. You guys make this the episodes that they are and we really appreciate it. Um, and that's going to do it for this episode of Charger Chat. Uh, any Bolt predictions, guys? Are we? How about a Bolt prediction? Are we getting Mike Williams oh, signed? Oh, Mike or, Williams. Or franchise I think he's gonna get. I think he'll get tagged and the, the extension will come here in the next couple of weeks. Contract. Contract's happening. So contract, not tag. Contract. It's happening. It could be a last minute thing. That's why they haven't done the tag yet. I'm going to say they're contract. working hard. There's a lot of lawyers sitting at a lot of tables doing a lot of things with a lot of paper and trying yeah. to figure a lot of things out. There's paper everywhere. <laughs> fucking everywhere. <laughs> I, I think they'll get a contract done too. That's that's my bold prediction. Oh, shocking. You two agree. And I'm uh, odd man out. Hey, the I was with you on the pie, Kyle. Come on. Have, yeah. <laughs> that's true. We did the pie, pie thing. Guys. Yeah. Pie, guys. Yeah. We'll always have pie, Kyle. We'll always <laughs> have pie. <laughs> that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Viva Las Vegas. <sighs> okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. <laughs> okay, love you, bye. <laughs> and now, a word from our sponsors. On the coast of Southern California, you can only bake, whisk, and frost for so long before it's time to go to work. Rock and fold! 27 bakeries in three years. Everybody cool! Anything to bake the perfect cake. Heat causes caramelization. Caramelization will cause your worst fears to come true. You think I joined the FBI to learn to bake? Point cake. All-purpose flour, amigo!
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.